0: Wait, 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 wait. Nobody gets to be excited about the Eric Carlson trade until they fully appreciate what went into this thing. Good morning to you hockey fans. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way every weekday morning, but not quite like this weekday morning if you're into football and or baseball, you really need to shelve that for at least 24 hours because Kyle Dubas did get the reigning Norris Trophy winner. He did add 101 points to the team's blue line. He did add another first ballot Hall of Famer, and he did all this like through some combination of wizardry and science, I don't know, witchcraft, whatever it is, but this is the actual trade in the event that you haven't heard it, it's Carlson coming to Pittsburgh along with Rem Pitlick, uh, a 22-year-old named Dylan Hamaluck who was in the East Coast League and a third-round pick. In like 100 years, the Sharks ended up getting the Penguins' first-round pick. That's really the main thing that goes out that's of value. They also get Mikhail Granlund, Jan Ruda, Mike Hoffman from the Canadians. I really like that player. He was a Penguin for like about three seconds, and I thought it was cool. And the Canadians got a 2025 second-round pick. That's also from the Penguins, along with Jeff Petrie going back to Montreal, Casey DeSmith, and the I don't want to call a, a kid a bust, but Nathan Legere was a prospect uh who didn't work out here at all, was getting scratched regularly in Wilkesbury. But that he, even even that's not that's not the way to look at this, okay? It's Dubas getting this world class difference making player for I it, it's really just a first round pick. If you cut it up, I I guess you could throw the second rounder in in the following year, but that's that's what you got. Because all the rest of this is cards being shuffled in the background to accommodate caps, to accommodate almost every team in the league, which is something that we've been talking about here on the show for weeks now, having their heads banging up against that cap. And the Canadians coming into this and basically being the rescuers of the package from both the Pittsburgh and the San Jose perspectives, that couldn't be more clear right now, did throw a couple of additional hockey components into it. But for the most part, that's what you're talking about. It's Carlson for a first rounder next year, second rounder the following year. Off of the Penguins... Current, such as it is, active roster, meaning as we're speaking, Dubas gave up, really, realistically here, one player, and that was Ruda. And Ruda, of course, was going to be, if he had stayed, the right-handed defenseman behind Chris Letang and Carlson, which is Maytag repairman territory. He might have seen four minutes of ice a night. As it is, Chad Ruwe will probably see those four minutes. But off the rest of the roster, off of everybody that you would expect to be suiting up on opening night, not another player went out. Carlson in? A bunch of overpriced whatever out? Almost all of Ron Hextall's major mistakes out? And oh, by the way, at the very end of it, after all this, the Penguins are left with about $700,000 in cap space. Doesn't mean they need to go spend it. In fact, that won't even get you a minimum wage NHL player. But you don't have to do any of that weird stuff, you know, where you're only suiting up three defensemen in March. I will, I promise you, I will take the time to embrace Carlson being in Pittsburgh on a Purely personal level, and I've dealt with him occasionally, mostly when he was in Ottawa and mostly around the time of the 2017 Eastern Conference Final. But I'm just looking forward to covering him. The dude's a blast to watch. And I said that no matter which team he was playing for, that's gonna be fun. But right now, in this moment, I'm infinitely more inclined to applaud the new, oh man, let me think of all his many titles. President of hockey operations slash GM slash Grand Poobah, whatever you want to call him, because what Dubas did here, it might not have been the greatest trade the Penguins have ever made. It certainly wasn't the most important, but it had to have been the most complex. And when I think back, not to you know beat a dead horse, but the Hextall acquisition of of Grandland was is borderline criminal by comparison, where well, not a pinky finger could have been lifted for research. Not a single phone call to a single scout or analytics person could have been made. Not only was his team season on the line, his own bleeping career was on the line, and he still couldn't be bothered to do any work, which is the number one criticism that I've heard about Hexdalt. After the fact, and you know that criticisms always come a lot more easily after the fact. But they also can be accurate. And way too many people have said this for it not to be true. That's just laziness. That's all it is. And, And you know, this trade might not work. This trade has so many different little parts that you might see something that happens in San Jose or in Montreal or a certain pick even years from now that comes out of those first-rounders and second-rounders that'll make you think twice about this. But But what you won't have to wonder about after this trade is whether or not your favorite team's executive is busting his behind to at least try to do the right thing. That to me is a it's way more relevant than getting into grading this or that or how did the sharks do did Mike Greer save some faces there's no dispute as to who won this trade the team that gets the best player wins the trade everyone in San Jose knows that everyone in Montreal knows that and everyone in Pittsburgh should understand that there's nothing to dissect here Except that this team is apparently in very, very good hands for the first time in a long time. When we come back, J1Q. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by Family Table, a local company that brings delicious food to busy families. They offer family-style complete meals or a la carte items like lean proteins perfect for muscle building and weight loss. If you're not local... Gift cards are also available for your Pittsburgh-based family and friends. Go to FamilyTablePGH.com. That's FamilyTablePGH.com. And use the code DK40 or DK40 for 40% off and free delivery on your first order. Order by noon today for Thursday delivery. Comes from Frank, and all Frank has to say is DK, is it time to get really excited for hockey? I don't often share conversations that I have with my wife about sports, and that's because she's brilliant at everything but sports. Could not care less for someone who's been married a quarter century to a sports writer who spends like half of his life around sports teams she has no interest whatsoever but but on this day to quote her even i have heard of eric carlson (laughs) so she was impressed by the trade and what she wanted to know was from the standpoint of our business dk pittsburgh sports like how does this affect us is this going to be something that's good for us because when fans have hope when fans what was your word here frank excited when fans get excited That's good for business. It's way better for business than whenever fans are angry or disappointed or disillusioned. So, I told her, I I think this is something that'll make an immediate difference. In fact, if it doesn't make an immediate difference, it might not make one at all. I didn't say that to her, though. But it's just that kind of thing. You know, everybody's in their mid-30s. Now's the time. This is it. You don't hold anything back. Part of what I loved about Kyle Dubas's approach is he looked up and down this active roster, not the organizational depth chart, the active roster, and said, what do I need? All right, third line center, go get Lars Eller. Need some more grit, need some more defending. I'll go get Noel Achari, Matt Nieto. You need some more goaltending. All right, I'll sign like seven of them. And he did that. And he went right at it. And everything is about the now. So I guess the best answer that I can give you, Frank, is kind of what I said to her, which is, yeah, this is the time to get excited. This is actually it. You need for this team to start doing a lot of things right almost At the outset of the season, there can't be some sluggish start that instills doubt, that makes them think, oh no, the Bruins won 100 games last year in the regular season and then were out in the first round after running into a younger Panthers squad. You can't allow that to happen. And I don't believe they will, knowing not only the pedigree, but also the characters of Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Chris Letang. Carlson, who's never won a cup, you're going to have some meaningfully motivated people here. Carlson, his best chance at winning a cup was blown up by these guys. I don't know to what extent that'll factor into anything, but I just had to throw it in. Now, is this team perfect as it's currently constituted? No, no. And I'm not just saying that because of the Jake Gensel surgery. If Jake misses only a month, okay, that's all right. But if it takes him a while to get his stride back, to get his pushback, and I am more than a little bit suspicious that Jake's great burst that he showed early last season, like the first month, and then you really didn't see it after that, would have been related to this. But I don't know that. I don't know that. And I don't know what he's going to be like this coming year. I don't know what you're going to get out of these bottom six guys. I believe they're an upgrade, but I believe they're an upgrade over what was a disaster. The defense corps is more mobile just by virtue of now adding one of the more mobile defensemen in hockey history. That was another concern that I had. And then there's the goaltending. We have no idea what to think about the goaltending then there's the power play. We never have any idea what to think about the power play. Power play could go 9 for 10 over a three-game stretch, and you're not even remotely surprised. Power play could go over 30, and you're not even remotely surprised. And answers have to be found, and egos have to be quelled for that to happen. So, Frank, I don't want to be the guy that reigns at the end of the – You know, at the end of the sunny day here with this episode, there is a lot to get excited about. There really is. I don't know when in Pittsburgh we're going to see something like this again for years to come. These are truly great players. We'll be applauding all of them someday as they get inducted into the hall. But it takes more than that uh, to win. But This was... You talk about a big stride, really big stride. We're going to stay on this, obviously, uh, all week long. uh, But I really, today, guys, I wanted more than anything else to just share with you the feeling. And I, I do mean that like in the intangible sense that I had that this team is now being run by someone who deserves to be running it. I've been a little bit rough. On Dubis. Not much, but a little bit in the past, mostly because he was associated with the Maple Leafs. And how do you not, you know, criticize anybody who's associated with that franchise? But this, this was real work. And I'm, I'm underscoring the word work. I appreciate the question, Frank. I appreciate everybody who listens to Daily Shot of Penguins. And yeah, yeah, let's all get like Frank and get a little excited, right?